Welcome, everybody, to our Advent prayer journey. The word Advent comes from a Latin word which was originally translated from a Greek word, parousia, which referred to the coming of Christ in the flesh, as well as his second coming. Advent has been a part of the church calendar since the early days of the church. It's a tool that helps us prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. Take a moment to pause, take a breath, and refocus your scattered thoughts on the presence of Jesus. And as you do, remember that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not some impersonal life force or power, but a companion for life who walks with you every day. Rather than praying what you think that you should pray, pray from an honest place. Pray as if your best friend were sitting right next to you with a listening ear. Today, pray the prayer of Psalm chapter 73, verses 1 through 7. Endow the king with your justice, O God, the royal son with your righteousness. May he judge your people in righteousness, your afflicted ones with justice. May the mountains bring prosperity to the people, the hills the fruit of righteousness. May he defend the afflicted among the people and save the children of the needy. May he crush the oppressor. May he endure as long as the sun, as long as the moon, through all generations. May he be like the rain falling on a mown field, like showers watering the earth. In his days, may the righteous flourish and prosperity abound till the moon is no more. Today, our reading outlines a beautiful prayer for us to pray over our circumstances. It is a prayer that God's will may be done in all areas of our lives. As we spend time reflecting, here are the key words again from the passage. Consider which of these words might mean the most to you right now in your world. Which of these things do you need the Lord to endow upon you? Justice, righteousness, prosperity, defend, save, crush, endure rain falling, and flourish. Can you envision the Lord providing you with what you need? Can you see the results of his kingdom in your life? Maybe your prayer time today is more desperate than most days and you need to add to this prayer time by pressing pause. Feel free to do so. Take some extra time in prayer today. Pray this prayer with me. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. You see what I need today. You see what my family needs today. Lead me in your will today that I might be a blessing and a carrier of your kingdom into my world.
Today we turn our attention to the Christmas story from the book of Luke. Luke chapter 2 verses 2 through 12. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting child. While they were there, a time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord showed around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. I read this story today and thought, how inconvenient. You know, the demand of the government to travel for a census with no consideration of life circumstance or personal cost. But also the inconvenience of not having a room to stay in after a long period of travel. That must have been devastating for them. I mean, have you ever been there? You know, you had a canceled reservation at a hotel check-in at midnight. If you have never experienced the stress of a situation like that, you must be blessed. How inconvenient, how disappointing, how exhausting. I'm sure this was so far from Mary and Joseph's ideal circumstances. I couldn't imagine that they thought that things would be like this. Oh, and by the way, she's in active labor, so maybe exhausting isn't quite the word, maybe excruciating, and that was before epidurals. But the angel's voice bellows into the night, lighting up the sky. The angel says, today is a day of great joy. Think about this. How can the greatest moment in all of history be this disappointing moment? To be sure, God's ways are not our ways. And his plan for Jesus to be born and laid in a manger was crafted specifically and not accidentally. This was God's plan. Think about it like this. What inconveniences or disappointments in your life demand a second look today? Pray this prayer with me. Lord, I release the results to you today. I take the posture of the shepherds and choose to worship at your feet. I take the posture the angel announces, a posture of joy. I celebrate your good and perfect plan in my life today. As we return again to our passage, listen for the natural inflections you hear in this passage. Are there certain words or phrases that jump out to you? And what might God be saying to you by highlighting those phrases?
Luke chapter 2, verses 2 through 12. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. As we read a second time, may the Lord bring to your mind specific instances where trust in his plan is required. Maybe your attempt at worship isn't what you have intended it to be this year. Maybe you feel like a lowly shepherd, forgotten in the field, just trying to get through the cold night. It's not how you intended it to be. Today, the Lord is saying to you that you too are invited to the manger to worship him. The message to the shepherds is the same as the message to you. Don't be afraid to come close. You are welcome to the side of his cradle. You are welcome to view his tiny feet and his tiny hands. Your voice and song of praise is welcome. Your gifts are welcome, whatever they may be. Your worship may not look like you planned. You may not be proud of who you've become, but his birth is for you as well. He did not forget you out in the field, in your lonely home, in your difficult job, in your unhealthy family. His birth is for you, and his presence is for you. Come close today as we pray. Lord, I come to you as a shepherd. I bring myself imperfect and yet so deeply loved by you. I come to you knowing that you want me. I worship you knowing that you care greatly for me. Thank you for sending your son and for remembering me.